all about dogs with jobs. I'm sure we all know about some of the jobs that dogs were bred to do, like herding, hunting, and retrieving, and that dogs have been helping us humans for hundreds of years. So today, let's dive into some jobs dogs have in today's world. Let's go. And the seas are getting rough, and it is getting harder. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are talking all about dogs with jobs. So most people think of their dogs as companions. However, dogs have been employed in a large variety of fields. These working pups certainly deserve recognition as they have deaf earned their treats. Whether they're helping humans hunting or entertaining, dogs have held jobs for centuries, which is crazy to think about. Most breeds uh, were created for actually the purpose of performing a task, even if that task is cuddling on the couch. So, Let's start. Justine, what is our first job? Everybody knows these hardworking dogs. It is our service dogs. So service dogs or assistance dogs are working dogs that have been trained to assist people with disabilities or any different types of, you know, impairments or conditions. We're going to dive into that in a little bit. Um, A true service dog is trained to behave well in all types of situations, so the dog can accompany the handler everywhere and assist when needed. So, Kenz, what do service dogs do? Um, Well, uh, service dogs do a number of different things. There are so many different, uh, you know, dogs are unbelievable. You can train a dog to do so many different things, but, um, what a lot of people think of are guide dogs for the visually impaired. Um, that one comes to, uh, to the top of the list uh, for a lot of people, but there's also mobility assistance dogs. There's seizure alert dogs and other medical assistant dogs. Um, there's hearing dogs for people with hearing impairments. Uh, there are dogs that sniff out, uh, allergies. There's a number of different, um, services that these dogs can help us with. Yeah, I mean, and another one that we didn't mention, and we have a local service provider for this is National Service Dogs locally. They have um, certified service dogs for um, children and people with an autism diagnosis. Um, So service dogs do lots of amazing things. Um, Ken's, what are some of the most common breeds we see with service dogs? So uh, a lot of the common breeds we see are Golden Retrievers, Labrador Retrievers, Standard Poodles, and German Shepherds. Um, These are all either sporting or working dogs, and uh, they're all super easy, um, eager rather to please. They love to please their humans. So Yeah, I think now is like also a good time to note that while also very beneficial, 
therapy dogs and emotional support animals are different than service dogs. They have different rights when it comes to access of spaces um, and different kind of levels and expectations around training. So um, if you see somebody in public, uh, maybe in a dog-friendly space, and they, I'm using air quotes, have a service dog, and that dog is jumping up, barking, whining, being pet by lots of people, it's definitely not a service dog. Um, the rigorous expectations for service dogs and those training programs, um, the, it's very rigorous. And that dog has to be, you know, up to a very high standard to be actually certified. I'll never forget, I have a friend years ago who used to train service dogs and she ended up um, getting to adopt one of the service dogs because he was a service fail. Um, and the reason he failed was because he he was perfect. Everything he did was perfect, except he was spooked by um, hand dryers and bathrooms. Mm, yeah, it's uh, you. The dog has to be solid. Has to be able to go through absolutely anything and everything, um, because you never know when you're going to that dog is going to be needed of service. So, um, yeah, it's uh, there is a huge difference, and um, we we do see. Uh, we actually have a great graphic in our in our community guide for this mm -hmm. um, that does explain the difference. But uh, we do see a lot of confusion around the wording of therapy dog versus emotional support animal versus service dog. So, um, yeah, service dogs serve people, have a task, assist people with disabilities. Main, main piece there. Dogs with jobs. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one. What's our next bucket of hardworking dogs? All right. I think this one is one that a lot of people think of as well when it comes to dogs with jobs, because these dogs are badass. Uh, they are police and military dogs. So uh, often called canines, uh, these dogs are trained specifically to assist police and other law enforcement personnel in the line of duty. See? Badass. Amazing. And our local, um, like, Waterloo Region Police Service, they use dogs. Um, we've actually, for a while, been wanting to reach out to see if they'd come on and talk to us about their um, their dog program at our local police unit. But they definitely use German Shepherds. Sometimes they do, like, naming contests and stuff. And they'll often post really cute photos of them, which I love. But, Kenz, what do these police or military dogs do? Well, they can chase down and hold criminal suspects who try and run from police, which is, again, pretty amazing. It's pretty terrifying as well. <laughs> Just watch Cops. It happens all the time. Or Live PD now is on TV. Um, yeah, it happens all the time. They, Those dogs, they are out to get the bad guys, and I live for it. Um but yeah, and also in some cases, canines, um, you know, might be trained to sniff out substances or cadavers. And this is something we'll talk about a little later in the podcast. But, um, you know, not only do they chase down bad guys, they also sniff out uh, and, and help in, yeah, substances. So uh, whatever that might be and or, um, you know, cadavers and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, in comparison, I guess in a military context, they might also be used as like detectors trackers, scouts, sentries, um, and definitely can take part in search and rescue, which is something else we're going to talk about uh, momentarily. But Ken's, what are some of the common breeds that we see for um, military and police dogs? 
So we did mention German Shepherds, so that's definitely uh, up there. But what we're seeing a lot, actually, um, in in um, today's police force is a lot of Belgian Malinois, mm-hmm. so and Dutch Shepherds. So these are these are um, Belgian herding breeds, uh, and they are smart. And these dogs are freaking driven, and these dogs are fast. So you see, yeah, you see these dogs a lot. Um, they're being actually um, uh, some of them are being imported into like better the breeding program here in North America, um, just for this purpose of being a working dog with the police military. Um, forces which is pretty incredible i just googled them they're so cute they are they can they look cute but they are an intense breed they're so like, handsome oh i love them yeah all right let's move along to our final one of this first half of the podcast search and rescue so mm-hmm. search and rescue dogs might do things like tracking specialized search avalanche rescue, cadaver locating, um, all different types of things. What do they really do or where might we use these types of dogs, Kens? So they are trained to find missing people. A a lot of the cases, um, whether alive or unfortunately not alive. Um, and this can be in disaster type situations, um, or just missing persons cases. So yeah, dogs, these dogs detect human scent and just have been known to find people underwater, under snow, under collapsed buildings, like wherever there's a human missing. Um, a big, uh, big one is like back in uh, September uh, 11, 2001, um, when the World Trade Centers collapsed, the dogs were being used to like literally go through rubble in order to find people. It was, yeah, it's crazy. And then, yeah, with avalanches, you know, we see like those big St. Bernards going through snow, um, trying to sniff out uh, individuals that have uh, unfortunately been caught up by the snow. Um, and uh, bloodhounds, you know, bloodhounds are another good example, but they are bred and trained to find people. So another thing this has me thinking of is kind of the opportunity to do some of these types of tasks, but in a more dog sport mentality. So Marshall and and I had actually signed up in the summer for an intro to tracking course at Oxford Dog Sports, where they were going to learn to track a particular set and it ended up getting canceled due to low registration. But keep your eye out for those sorts of things if it's something you're interested in, because even if your dog's not going to become a police or a military dog, if you have a shepherd, as an example, you're really tapping into their, you know, innate primitive behaviors, and that can be really fulfilling for them. And believe it or not, all dogs, no matter the breed, that is embedded into them. That is instinctual. So yeah, you can have a chihuahua that loves to do search and uh, I'm using air quotes rescue in, in whatever the case may be, whether it is just finding a scent that you've put out. But yeah, this is again, instinctual into dogs. So uh, try it out. Um, even if you don't, uh, here we have some common breeds that are used for search and rescue. So like I mentioned, St. Bernard's, Labs, Golden Retrievers, Border Collies, Leonbergers, German Chef, Shepherds, Newfoundlanders are used for water search and rescue. That's literally what the breed was bred for. Um, you know, even if you don't have these breeds of working or herding dog, you know, uh, bring out your chihuahua, bring out your 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 mix, your mutt mix, like bring them out. And they would absolutely, I'm sure, love to look for um, for whatever you put out the for them to find. 
Amazing. Well, there you have it. Our first half of today's episode, a few of the jobs that dogs do. We're going to take a quick break and come back to share with you our celebrity pup of the week. And then we're going to dive into some more jobs. Stay tuned. Woof, woof. It is now time for a segment we like to call Celebrity Pup of the Week. partnered with uh, our friend over at Victor Rose Pets and uh, what we're doing is uh, all of our celebrity pups of the week are getting put into a fun little um, raffle contest fun deal where they get the chance to uh, win a photo session with Victor Rose Pets so uh, Justine who is our celebrity pup of this week This pup is near and dear to my heart. Her name is Penny, at Penny, the number four, your thoughts, underscore pup. Penny is the sweetest little rescue mix. She is, oh, probably like between six and eight months old. She's going through her, her angsty teenage phase. Penny came out to our Pups and Poses uh, this last indoor series we did and was such a good girl practicing how to, you know, be calm in an environment with other humans and other people. She's such a little excitable girl with so much love inside of her. You can literally just like see it bursting out of her. And I swear, this dog's ears, they kill me. She is adorable. You look at this dog and it is just happiness. Like, honestly. Well... There you have it, Penny. You are our celebrity pup of the week, and you'll have a chance to win a photo shoot with our friends over at Victor Rose Photography. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. Today, we are talking all about dogs with jobs. So in the first half, we talked about uh, dogs who are service dogs, police and military dogs, as well as search and rescue pups. So we've got a few more for us. Justine, go. Yeah, so we have detection dogs. So these dogs are trained to sniff out a particular substance or group of substances. You might see these uh, these guys walking around airports. 
(laughs) You might get a little nervous when they're walking around sniffing things. You're like, oh, God, please don't sniff my stuff. Uh, I was once flagged for having trace amounts of cocaine on my hands. Um, And I'm like forever terrified whenever I see um, dogs. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. (laughs) Just because. Wow. Must they come from money? I don't know. That's my only guess. Anyways, so detection dogs, they are often sniffing out illegal drugs, um, explosives, blood, human remains. Um, They can actually even learn to detect things like cancer, abnormal blood sugar levels. Um, I believe we see this sometimes with they use it with diabetics. Yes, yes, they do. Um, and you can see the overlap here with detection dogs and service dog work. So um, there is a bit yep. of it there. But the next one is actually really cool. They can even, some of these detection dogs are just bred to sniff out insects. So like, i.e. Beg, bed bugs or animal feces. So you're a you're in the um, environmental space and you are looking for a rare type of, I don't know, bird and you teach your this dog to sniff out the the feces of this this animal and they will go through the woods and and find where this animal has been pooping crazy fascinating yeah (laughs) they use it all the time and like yeah different like biological environmental you know um preservation work it's it's insane very, very cool. So what are the breeds we would see doing this? Um, so we'll see a lot of hounds doing this type of work because that's literally what scent hounds were bred to do. So we see a lot of beagles. Um, again, we see a lot of golden retrievers in labs. Uh, we even see border collies doing this sometimes. Um, but yeah, we see the bloodhounds. We see uh, different types of coon hounds doing this sort of work. So um, any... Basset hounds, again, any scent hound nails it at uh, detection. Um, but almost any dog can be, if they have the the will to detect something, can detect anything, even that's just if that's just food. Interesting. Very cool. All right. What do we have next? All right. Well, this one is, I want to hopefully say this one is like a no-brainer. This is, this <laughs> is herding dogs. And herding dogs are a farmer's or rancher's best friend. That and protection dogs. Oh, yeah. Also very common on farms. We have a friend that has protection dogs. Oh, like guardian dogs. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, um, right to protect, you know, your livestock. Like in this case, um, uh, we have a friend who has a farm and she has chickens and goats and what are what are the breed of her dogs? You've seen them have a big so hers things. are a mix of a Great Pyrenees and um, something else. But uh, most Great Pyrenees are uh, guardian dogs. That's what they, again they were bred to do. They were bred to protect. Um, same with uh, uh, like a lot of the giant breeds are, are bred for that sort of work. Um, that's why they make great family dogs too because they love to protect. Yeah. Um, but back to far, herding dogs. Herding dogs are uh, bred to do just that. Grab the herd, move them around for the rancher or farmer in whatever way they are trained to do. Um, If you watch these videos online, oh my God, it's amazing. The whistling system that um, these dogs are trained, again, most of them like uh, Australian Shepherds or Australian Cattle Dogs or Border Collies, 
they are trained to hear like a specific type of whistle, go left, go right, go around, go back. Like it's incredible. Um, but they are also naturally, uh, like embedded to herd animals. Amazing. Yeah. And obviously we would see this in border collies, Australian cattle dogs, Australian shepherds, um, any other ones, Ken's that would do the corgis. Uh, yeah, cardigan Welsh corgi and Pembroke Welsh corgis. So Pembroke are the ones that we see most of. The one the Queen has had. R.I.P. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but I'm sorry. Uh, but yes, the ones the Queen had. Um, she those those are herding dogs. So people get corgis thinking that they're absolutely adorable, um, but they are bred to herd and they will herd children or cats or other dogs if they are bored. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's another one for you. That's really mm-hmm. funny. OK, moving on to our last type of working dog that we're going to really dive into. These are therapy dogs. So we did reference these at the start of the episode when we talked about service dogs, but we like to keep them separate because they are different. Um, So therapy dogs really provide um, psychological or physiological therapy to individuals other than their handlers. So that's kind of the big distinction between service dog versus therapy dog. A therapy dog, the handler would go somewhere where folks are in need of the therapy dog's support. They're not taking the support themselves and they would bring the dog and be responsible for the dog while they're engaging with folks that would need support. So St. John's Ambulance would be the organization locally that would administer that program. Yes. And you would see um, therapy dogs in places like hospitals, schools, um, you know, retirement centers, um, places of high stress levels. Uh, these, uh, This is where therapy dog work really comes into play. Um, yeah, hospices, um, anywhere where there's just a need for, for some sort of, you know, dog love like yeah we're actually doing a partnership with conestoga college in november to um, take an iteration of our pups and poses yoga class and we've partnered with st john's ambulance and the students are going to have an opportunity to engage with the therapy dogs and then practice a yoga class um so we're super excited to do that uh, later this month for students at conestoga yeah and the nice thing about therapy dog work is that there, as long as your dog has a stable temperament and is friendly and easygoing to some capacity, um, i.e., they're okay around, you know, um, accessibility items like wheelchairs and, and things like that, um, then any dog can really be a therapy dog. Like in, in some capacity, I think all of our dogs are therapy dogs in our homes for us on the daily. But um, yeah, in order to be considered for therapy dog work with some uh, like a a, um, organization like St. John's Ambulance, um, they just need to, you know, go through the steps of just um, being able to handle a few situations. And important to note, because you had this learning experience that if your dog is fed raw, unfortunately, they are not eligible, at least locally, um, to be a therapy dog due to risk of bacteria transmission because you're often working with immunocompromised folks. So um, 
If your dog is raw fed, unfortunately, that's not something you can do. But for all other dogs that are even tempered, definitely a nice opportunity to give back in the community. Yes. And there you have it. Those six jobs are just incredible. And it warms my heart so much to think about how dogs have helped us become uh, what us humans are today. They're such an amazing influence on our lives and really just are, I, I can't, dogs, love them. <laughs> All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Today, we have been talking all about dogs with jobs. Dogs with jobs. So we've mentioned a handful of the jobs that dogs help humans with. Um, We really only covered kind of six buckets, but dogs do so many incredible things around the world. Some of the other and more obscure (laughs) types of dogs um, that do jobs, you might see sled pullers, fire dogs, lobster catchers, actors, geese chasers i feel like every dog is qualified to be a geese chaser (laughs) but are they hired by golf uh courses to literally just chase geese all day i love (laughs) that what a great what a great time all right wine inspectors and like what what are whale poop detectors you know what i have a feeling this is going to be a second episode i think (laughs) i think we should really dive into this because yeah as i was doing some research for this for this podcast i also asked myself hmm what is a whale poop detector and how can i get my job my dog that job so uh there you have it If you want to learn more about Dogs with Jobs, um, check out the Reddit page, uh, the subreddit Dogs with Jobs. Uh, This page is dedicated to all the pups out there that are actual real working dogs. Um, You can't post if you don't have a real working dog. So go check it out. Thanks for tuning in today to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast. Till next time. Bye. Father, the witching